At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 You heard it. I'm RJ. 6 o'clock Eastern live action-packed hour for you. It's Tuesday. That's the day we still look back just a little bit to see what happened on the weekend, especially Monday Night Football. But we start looking ahead. Bottom of the hour, the Vegas NBA preview. The top six teams favored to win it all we break down each one with the odds in studio with me the pros who know steve fezzik nfl expert brad powers with all the college knowledge and bonus ken thompson college expert talk show host extraordinaire here locally in vegas sports betters listen for the money sports fans listen to know more than their buddies Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have the pros without the Joes. And he's my favorite, Jonas Knox, voice of the fan. And always good to be here, RJ, as we always come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. We start with Monday night football. The Green Bay Packers survive on Monday night, a three-point win at home over the 49ers. RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on Green Bay? Well, listen, Vegas does it differently. It's not about wins and losses. It's about what's behind the wins and losses. Now, listen, sometimes the wins and losses tell the whole story. Team dominates. They won. Joe Fanny or Freddie Fanny Pack. He's eating his Twinkies. He's looking at his newspaper. Him and Fez are going to 
think the same thing. It's the times they think differently that's important, and that's what we do here. Fez, scoreboard says, oh, my gosh, Green Bay almost lost. I should downgrade Green Bay, and, hey, who knows about these 49ers? They might be a 500 team. What do you say? I think you not only should you downgrade Green Bay and upgrade the 49ers, I think you've got to make a significant downgrade because this final score, 33-30, frankly, Green Bay very fortunate to win this game. You could make the case that everything had to go right in the fourth quarter for Rodgers to pull this out. Okay, so on in the scoreboard sense, they were lucky to win the Packers. I think we could make the case they were lucky to win against the Chicago Bears week one, the Packers. We could make the case they were lucky to tie against Minnesota. So Green Bay very easily, like Cincinnati, we said, hey, they've won. Now they've won three coin flips and lost one. Well, when you're three and one on coin flips, you're doing better than average, right? Since he was three and oh on coin flips, that's why we thought they were un- overrated, overrated. And that's one of the reasons we bet the Steelers and gave it out right here. Across the country to everyone benefiting. Packers, are they overrated because they've done so well in the coin flips? I believe that they are, and I believe they'll remain overrated because let's look at these Packers. We can't trust them. I didn't ask if they're going to remain overrated. I asked, are they overrated? Yes, they are overrated. Excellent. Okay, now, here's what I hate doing. I hate saying something as this as if it's gospel understanding a big chunk of our audience is going to be like wait a minute that's not true cuz most or at least a, per, a large percentage maybe half you know our research shows more than half the people that listen don't even bet they just want to know what Vegas knows i love that but we really believe there isn't clutch there that the, hey However good Aaron Rodgers is typically, yeah, if he's a great quarterback the first 59 minutes, he's going to be great the last minute. The idea that they get better late, uh, Vegas, the analytics guys don't believe that. A lot of fans do. Joe Montana, hey, Super Bowl, Terry Bradshaw, he might lose this game or that game, but he's not going to lose the Super Bowl. Is, do you Aaron Rodgers seems like he's one of the handful that you could make the case there is a clutch to him. So let me open this up. Fez, maybe you, Ken, maybe you. Is Aaron Rodgers clutch? Are the analytics guys wrong? I believe that they are wrong, and here's why. Aaron Rodgers is gimpy right now. He's not at 100% with his knee. When the game's on the line, he's willing to take the ball and run, and he did that in the fourth quarter, and that ultimately was a big difference in this game. Okay, now that's fascinating. So what we're saying is typically when Aaron Rodgers is healthy the whole game, he's going to play about the same in the last minute, and it looks like he's clutch because he's just mighty good. Last minute, first minute, all that. You're saying because he's protecting himself, Aaron Rodgers, due to his being banged up, that he's going to play differently in a game-deciding situation than he is in a normal situation. Correct. Can you agree with that? Yes, 100%. There's no doubt that he got sacked from behind 
in a pass that he was able to get away. And when he came up, he grabbed his left now, what foot. What point of the game was this? This was with about a minute 20 to go. As he's driving on that final drive, and he reaches down, and you could see it in his face because they kept the camera on him to where he's like, gosh, dang it, now what did I do? And you didn't know if it's something relating to the earlier injury against the Bears. But the guy is clutch. The guy comes up key against the Bears. He goes out. We don't know if we're going to see him again, whether it's adrenaline, whether they shoot him up, whatever way he gets through. But in the end of that game against San Francisco, you saw him again reach to another level, and nobody throws the ball as easy as he does inside the last minute with the game on the line where it's effortless and it's always on the money, RJ. So you're more old school in that Faz is saying there's a very specific reason that he's going to play better Rodgers late in the game now than he would earlier in the game. You're saying doesn't matter what his health is, he's clutch. He has to be clutch because he knows the Packers' future is on him. So that's again, But but without... clutch isn't something you can say, "Hey, I've got to get up at 6 a.m. for this flight, so I'm going to get up." You've got you can't to will yourself to be again. clutch. You can't do it once. Once could be a fluke. When you saw what he did against the Bears, again, they know if Khalil Mack so he gets just to became, him he just in the became, second half, he's he, done, RJ. He just became clutch this year? No, he didn't just become clutch. That's what I'm saying. This guy is clutch, but he's elevating the game. You know why? Because the rest of the team is Who, lacking. Uh, which great quarterback isn't clutch? Or is this just we're all kind of associating greatness with, hey, Tom Brady has more comebacks than an average quarterback. So does Big Ben. So does... You know Eli, Eli when he was in his prime. Okay. So are we saying famers there? Exactly. Maybe maybe Eli gets in just based on the two biggest wins. No, understood. But let's let's stay on the topic. Is are what's the difference between a great quarterback and a clutch quarterback? Well, there could be great. Are all great quarterbacks clutch? I would think they have that quality. Okay. So maybe it's just a terminology issue. All right. Quickly. Ken's bringing up a good point about maybe because we didn't see Rodgers back in the game, right? After he came up well, he and looked like driving. Here's what's so unique is he took off for a scamper about a twenty after yard after that injury. Exactly you saw right, and I thought and I saw him gritting, and I go, God, man, he's better than I thought. Even for him to do this, either either on it's got to be on adrenaline because he didn't have time to come out and get anything. So, Fez, you're pessimistic about the Packers in the next couple of weeks. Why? Because their defense, clearly we have to downgrade. They got shredded by a, a quarterback, Beathard, that I had ranked as my 31st out of 32 quarterbacks. Entering this game. Entering this game. And let's look at the offense. So the only way that Green Bay can overcome this is with having an absolute elite offense. How are they going to have that if Rodgers, who was at 90%, may well be at 80% next so, game? So we're not sure, but we think there's a possibility he's even more banged up, possibility even more banged up, and the defense of the Packers banged up. Yes. And this is the kind of stuff that doesn't necessarily, hey, Rodgers is going to play. The fact he's 90% versus 80, a lot of betters don't really account for that. Right? So maybe Packers are overrated a little bit, overvalued because of that. And defensive injuries, unless they're really big names, are often going to be the same thing where you don't look at Atlanta. It's taken a long time to see how those injuries have really hurt Atlanta, at least with the casual batters. The pros have been pounding against the Falcons a bunch. Let's shift gears. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas, fish, finishing up the Monday Night Football recap Vegas style. What do we do with the 49ers? I upgrade the 49ers two points, and that was because I've got to give their quarterback a major upgrade. Now, two points is a, in a typical week about as much as you'll upgrade any team once it's the first week or two is gone. Early, you might reevaluate more. Come week six, seven, two points is a major upgrade. 
and that's how much you upgraded the 49ers, correct? Correct. And all about Beathard, I had, when Jimmy G went down for the 49ers, I had a six-point downgrade. Now it's only a four-point downgrade. Beathard is better than I thought. And how is how is Beathard can gotten better in your mind? Because I thought he was about as bad as a quarterback could be last year, and he played a lot of games. What was it, six games I think he started last year? What do you see with your eyes that's changed with Bathurst, quarterback 49ers? First off, it's a mindset. You know the guy that's ahead of you, he's out. He's not coming back. Garoppolo's not looking over your shoulder. It's your job right now. Yeah, but wasn't that the case with Bathurst when they hadn't traded for Jimmy G yet? Yeah, but they know they're looking at other people okay. for sure. He's not that confident yet. But he knows he had a pretty good, pretty stellar career over at Iowa. He knows he's got potential. And with a guy like Shanahan, who's one of the top minds in football, RJ, this guy's on the up and up. He may not have the cast of characters that McVay has. Doesn't have a Donald or a Sue, but he's got a darn good team and he's got a great innovative offensive mind. All right, Jonas, you know something? We got a minute. I think we touch on one Lakers topic, and then at the bottom of the hour, we're doing the whole NBA preview. What's your take? You're in L.A. What's your take on this? Uh, the excitement around LeBron? Well, it's an organization that has missed the playoffs for five consecutive years. It's the worst they've ever been in the history of the organization. So LeBron brings them hope. I'm just curious how much we are overlooking age, the fact that he's in the Western Conference now, and all the other factors that come along with that, and when we're just assuming that the Lakers are all of a sudden a title contender just because LeBron's name is on the marquee. Well, listen, what was their, they won 35 games, right? Yes. We should bet, like, I'll get, we'll go over 37 and a half. We'll assume he might be worth a little. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass. Uh, ah. I will pass. Uh, yeah. I'm Here's a- what I'm going to say. Jonas is right. At some point, LeBron's going to get old. At some point, Brady's going to get old. I do think we need a paradigm shift, a fundamental shift when it comes to age with the athletes that focus on their health like Brady does, like LeBron does. And I think ESPN had an article. There's been a few of them. LeBron spends like a million dollars a year on his body. He's got cryometric chambers being flown wherever he is. I mean – doesn't mean that he's going to be immortal, but it means what you, you know, 35 back in the day is maybe 40 to, you know, maybe there is a three, four year extension of the primes of these guys or the, you know, prime minus 10%. And I would make the following case to close our early look at the NBA here. Quick touch on the Lakers. You could make the case LeBron played his best season last year. I'm not saying he clearly did. I'm saying you can debate it. It's debatable that 2017-18, at his advanced age, in Jonas's mind, I mean, you know, I'm not saying you're being critical of the king, <laughs> but in his advanced age, would anyone strongly debate against that this was his best year, his most recent year for LeBron? No, no. I know. So you're right, but it's not going to be a wall, Jonas, right? It, Maybe he does drop 5 7%. But if it's from his pinnacle, LeBron is still. I would say this. If we had an objective measure of greatness, and I don't trust the MVP voting or any of that, I would be willing to bet LeBron's the best player in the NBA this year. Yes or no, would you bet that, Jonathan? I would bet that. Yeah, you would bet yes. Yes, I would bet he is the best player in the league. Yeah, so you're right. There's some questions with the age, but right now we agree he's the favorite 
LeBron to be the best player in the NBA. Bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking all NBA. Up next, pros versus the world, including Colin Cowherd. That's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, our experts will take on the world in NFL and college football that momentarily. We bring Vegas to you each day right now on the Strip. 71 degrees and the neon is pumping. So, guys, every single week here on Straight Out of Vegas, we have decided, you know what? We're not scared of anybody. Anybody wants some, they can come get some, or we'll just go to you. It is time for something we do here on Straight Out of Vegas called this. It's the pros versus the world. First up, Steve Fezzik ready to make another victim out of ESPN. ESPN has the Bengals ranked seventh in their power ratings. Steve Fezzik, how do you see Cincinnati? Cincinnati is overvalued by ESPN. I have the Bengals as my number 14 team. Hey, let's face it. Look like a really close game. They just played against Pittsburgh, and the narrative is, oh, the Bengals finally lost a game that could have gone either way. They've won some of them earlier in the year. My take is that Pittsburgh dominated that game. They outgained the Bengals by 200 yards. The Bengals had no business winning that game, and frankly, they've won some games they could easily have lost earlier in the year. And really, wins and losses dominate public perception right if you have an 0 and 5 team they're horrible if you have a 5 and 0 team they're great now we know there's not many really good 0 and 5 teams and really bad 5 and 0 teams but it's when you have like the Bengals entering last week's game against the Steelers they were 4 and 1 wow you know and they were football sexy i think that's another thing you see with overrated teams oftentimes Offense, offense is and, and passing is football sexy. You know, I look at the Bengals. Not only do I think they've gotten lucky on some coin flips, not only do I think the scoreboard was deceiving to be that close against the Steelers and the yardage differential. You're talking about 250? 220. 220. That that tells a heck of a story of Steelers domination. But injury wise, I think the Bengals are losing some players that might not be huge names, but it's meaningful. Absolutely, especially their tight end, Eifert. He's key to Dalton. And especially in the red zone, Eifert. So I agree with you. So to recap, Fezzik says the Bengals are number 14. ESPN says number 7. ESPN is wrong. It doesn't matter who you are here on Pros versus the World. Nobody's safe, including Colin Cowherd from Steve Fezzik's Wrath, as Colin has the Seahawks 10th in his herd hierarchy Fez, what say you? I say the Seahawks are overvalued by Colin. I think he loves Seattle, having them in the top 10. I have the Seahawks. Is this the first time they've been in the top 10 this year? Yes. So, but he loves them. I, well, he's from there, right? I, <laughs> so you're just, so oh, what you're wow. saying is Colin Cowherd, the star of Fox Sports Radio, is just biased for his hometown team. He's a homer completely here. I have the Seahawks. <laughs> but uh, but you don't know if he, he – it could just be he doesn't know football. Really what you're saying is 
Colin either doesn't know football or he's biased. <laughs> One or the other. Okay. Now, that's Steve Fezzik. I'm R.J. Bell. Right? That's Steve Fezzik. There's a difference. Now, I will say this. 6.30 Eastern on Friday, we get Colin's pick number six exclusively. Well, wait a minute, Fez. You're saying we don't even want it. By the way, I, I tell you this, all joking aside, <laughs> if you look at Colin's record, I mean, just don't say after week seven, don't say when it's an agreement with the wise guys, though last year we were 73% when my wise guys agree with Colin. That's amazing. But you go back to the old place, Colin's record is like over 55%, picking five games a week for like eight years. So I agree. He's got some square takes now and again. He's wrong here. I think I'll bet with you over him. Colin, for a radio guy, about as sharp as they come. No question. But I thought you said he was biased or ignorant. <laughs> Which one is it? He's biased. Okay, so tell us why. Well, I have Seattle number 17, and I really think this is an overreaction to that perfect game Seattle played in London against the Raiders. They look great 27-3. to I think that's much more about the Raiders in serious trouble. Amen. Okay, so do you think it was just cause of that one game? Or is it cause of the fact that Russell Wilson is where in your quarterback rating? He is number four. Okay. So we said this before the season on the weekend straight out of Vegas. By the way, there's still a weekend straight out of Vegas, 11 o'clock Pacific, Saturday night. I'm going to be there late night this Saturday all across the country on Fox Sports Radio. Fez, we asked on the weekend show in the summer, when is the last time there's been such a great quarterback, top five, have a below average team? And we've said, well, you know, the Saints with Breeze have been 7-9 and nine at different times. They had a historically bad defense, the Saints. Look at Seattle's D. I would make the case I was prescient, I was predictive when it came to the fact that Seattle was losing some names. But, boy, that Seattle defense probably wasn't losing too much on merit. Where do you get Seattle's defense right now, 1-32? to 32? I've got them 21. Whoa. That seemed – Ken, what do you think of that? Well, I'll tell you, well, you know, I work with doing the Raiders postgame show, watching that game. Seattle's defense looked like an A-number-one defense. But uh, the game against the Rams, I thought they played well at times. And that I, is the game that I really think elevated in people's minds. Hey, this Seattle team's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good point. Home. It's off of almost beating right. the Rams. But I would make the case Seattle's D is about 16. So if you have an average defense and a top-five quarterback – how far below average can you be? Their O line is still shaky, and I don't. Without Earl Thomas, there's no way. Doesn't they're Doesn't seem average like you're defense. very sure. Not just Thomas, though. It's Chancellor. They're losing a lot of guys, man. I mean, they got Wagner back, but they're still hurting on D. No well, Sherman anymore. Do they have Jim Zorn at quarterback? I mean, <laughs> when, when did Chancellor Dave, play last? Dave Craig coming off the bench. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean the Steelers. The Steelers don't have Mean Joe Green. I get it, right? I mean, it's what's happening today. Listen, maybe you're making an interesting case. Top five quarterback for Seattle. Maybe an average defense, but you're right. You lose your safety, you know, who was playing really well. Earl Thomas, maybe you're down to 2021. 20, but even if you're 21 and you're a top five quarterback, you should be like 14th, 13th best team. But you're saying that position group on the O-line is just so bad for Seattle that now Seattle's offense, where do you get their offense? One to... 16. Yeah, right around 
15, right in the middle. So average offense for Seattle, below average defense, add it up. You've got Seattle. 17. And Colin has him number 10. Colin, wrong. Next, we go to the football world in the college aspect of things. Guys, so Brad Powers is our college football expert. Utah, the Utah Utes currently unranked by the Associated Press. Brad Powers has a differing opinion, and Utah has a huge game this weekend at home against USC. Yeah, and the Utes clearly underrated here. AP poll, we love the AP poll. We're the official odds provider, pregame.com, of the AP poll. And yet, Utah. well, the entire Associated Press, 750 newspapers, Absolutely. USA Today. Wow. That's a lot, but they're wrong in this case. You got <laughs> Utah, if you extrapolate. No out, sacred cows. Yeah, Utah, number 33 in the other receiving votes category. I have Utah as a top 15 team. This is a team lost a coin flip game on the road against a very good Washington State team. Couldn't convert in the red zone against Washington at home. Yes, they're four and two. Well, hold on a second. Uh-oh. If I remember right, all the pros, and the pros do know, all the pros were on Utah in that Washington game. Am I remembering Washington that right? Washington dominated that game defensively. I had Utah. I watched it. It was like plus four, right? If I'm remembering. And and what was the side. what was the margin? Twenty-one-seven. Yeah, Are we just going to wave off the, a fourteen-point margin in a plus in a minus four game for you Washington? And like now in Utah hindsight, in that game, and you in hindsight, we're looking at Washington hmm. very differently, right? Auburn looks horrible. Now that one close loss doesn't look so good, quote unquote, for Washington. Then you add in this week against Oregon. I mean, boy, I'm not saying one bad game, but I think we got to call that Utah Washington a bad game for Utah. Okay, at home, bad game. All right, so but the Washington up. State game was a clear coin flip. A 90-yard touchdown pass with a couple minutes left gave the Cougars a win over the Utah. But flipping forward to this week, I'm going to give you a little preview. I really, really, really like Utah, who's a six and a half point favorite over the Pac-12 South. I would say coming into the season, the leader in USC this week. I don't understand what you said at the end. Just say it one more time. Utah, six-and-a-half-point favorite over USC, who was the clear-cut no. favorite in the Pac-12 coming in the season this out. All right, but you said, what do you really, really like? Utah, minus six-and-a-half. Okay. <laughs> it's like a riddle. All right, Utah, minus six-and-a-half, you like. Yep. We're not making that official yet, and we'll be talking about that probably later in the week. And just to recap, Utah unranked by the AP. Brad Powers, with all the college knowledge, has him number 14, the Utes, and AP is wrong. In just one minute, it is going to be, I, I would say, the fastest-paced NBA preview from a Vegas perspective for a season you've ever heard. That's coming up next here on Straight Out of Vegas, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. The Boston Red Sox lead the Houston Astros 2-1 in the bottom of the third inning of Game 3 of the American League Championship Series. The Astros right now have runners at second and third with two outs. Boston jumped out to a 2-0 lead thanks in part to a J.D. Martinez RBI double in the first inning. Marwin Gonzalez has an RBI single for the Astros. This series is tied up at a game apiece. Red Sox lead the Astros 2-1, bottom of three in game three of the ALCS. Well, that's on TBS tonight on Fox Sports 1. It's game four of the NLCS. Brewers and Dodgers. 
9.09 Eastern time from L.A. Brewers lead the series 2-1. Gio Gonzalez is on the hill for Milwaukee. Rich Hill pitches for L.A. Now, there is some Dodgers news in an interview that will air on Fox Sports 1 prior to tonight's Game 4. Dodgers shortstop Manny Machado told Ken Rosenthal that he's, quote, never going to beat Johnny Hustle, end quote, when asked about his efforts on the field. Also, Dodgers second baseman Kike Hernandez wrote a letter explaining what he meant when he told reporters that the fans weren't into last night's game against the Brewers. Should be a dandy tonight again. On Fox Sports 1, Red Sox got out of the inning. No damage heading to the fourth. Boston up on Houston 2-1. to one. A couple of NFL, NFL notes, that is. Falcons have placed running back Devontae Freeman on IR following surgery on his groin. Rams have signed wide receiver Nick Williams and waived kicker Cairo Santos as Greg Zerline will return. ESPN says Bills quarterback Josh Allen won't play Week 7 against the Colts because of an elbow injury. Ohio State defensive end Nick Bosa leaving school and will focus on training for the NFL draft. And tonight... It's opening night for the NBA's regular season. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, it is best bets time. We will give you an opportunity to make some cash on a Tuesday night here on Straight Out of Vegas. But right now... We are going to get into the NBA Vegas style. The season starts tonight. We've got the Celtics hosting the Philadelphia 76ers and the Warriors hosting the Oklahoma City Thunder minus Russell Westbrook. But here's the thing, Jonas. If you don't call me personally the voice of Vegas at least once a day, I don't feel right. It's just something's <laughs> missing. Yeah. That's it. By the way, he is the voice of Las Vegas. He is the only voice of Las Vegas. He is Not the only Bell. one. We'll just say the void. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, you know, again, maybe I'm just needy, you know, and, and if so, I, I can accept that. But I do like it. So uh, we've got a little uh, we've, we've got a little Vegas style NBA preview. RJ. No. Yeah. OK, we'll go to that now. Yes. All right. Listen, guys, I'll let Jonas off the hook. We're going to look at the top six teams and we literally are going to go from one to six. And you might think. Why one to six? Because you know who's number one, Golden State, right? And it is interesting, you know, in the ESPN article, this was, they they wrote something about the uh, odds, and it was so convoluted. I had to read it like four times to understand it. I bet a vast majority of people misunderstood. It's very dangerous with sports betting because there's money involved. And when you have, and let's just be candid, I'm going to be honest here. I try not to be critical of people except you know, I mean, listen, me and Jim Harbaugh don't get along. He smells. But I try to be objective otherwise. But, you know, what ESPN does, uh, some of their writers, especially with the gambling stuff, it's like they don't know what they're talking about. And it's almost like when you have a translation where you can, uh, like, it's the right words. It's the right translation. It's just like the verb and the noun is inverted. It's in the wrong spot. And it's like when you hear someone speak with English as a second language, they're kind of getting it across to you, but oftentimes it doesn't sound right and it can be confusing. That's what happens when you have, uh, especially on a national platform, people writing about it who just don't understand sports betting. Hopefully, because I'm a fan of ESPN in many ways, hopefully they'll take it seriously enough 
to you know get some guys in there and know what they're talking about. But Golden State, number one, they're the only team ever, only franchise ever, to be a minus money favorite. When you go back to Michael Jordan, you go back to Jordan versus the Bulls, and or Jordan and the Bulls versus the field, it was even money in Michael's heyday. Right now, Golden State is minus 200 or so to win the title. So relative to competition, Golden State is better than any team in NBA history. Fez, what's your take on them this year? I think they're right where they were last year. I've got them equivalent in my power ratings. I think that the minus 200, RJ, is absolutely justified. And think about it. The big four last year, a lot of those guys got injured as the year progressed, and they're all healthy to start the year. All right. So, all right. Quick take, RJ, yeah. on the Warriors. Here's the thing with the Warriors. Last year, Golden State didn't value the regular season very much. Season win total was 67 and a half. The Warriors only went 58 games in that one. This year, you've seen that adjustment clearly. Even though Fez just got done saying Warriors are flat, season win total is down six from last year. That's Brad Powers. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas. We're counting up the top six NBA teams. Number two right now. Based on title odds, Faz, Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are 5-1 to one to win the title, supposed to win 59 season win games. I've upgraded Boston three points from last year, RJ. Okay, so why? Irving comes back, Gordon Hayward comes back, and that youth, that Tatum, is going to be much a much better player. A lot of their young players are going to improve as well. All right, so young players got a lot of experience. Young players get better, and... To me, the question with the Celtics is integration. Is everyone going to be comfortable in a new role, in a role that's less, you know, where a Tatum is getting the ball in the conference championship at the end of the game? Well, if he gets the ball, Irving isn't. Someone else isn't. Is there, you know, is there enough basketballs to go around? It's certainly a concern. You had some great players like Rozier who saw lots of playing time. How will you respond getting less playing time with everyone back healthy? Counting up the best NBA teams, we had Golden State 1, Boston 2. Based on title odds, number 3, the Houston Rockets. You've got Houston actually downgraded from last year two points per game. So what does that mean? If they were favored in a given spot by 8 last year, they'd be favored by 6 or so this year. This is one where if you're a TV kind of watch the NBA one game a week guy, you're thinking, Melo, Melo adding two the number one seed in the West, you think differently because of the downgrade. Yeah, I didn't add anything for Melo, and I actually downgraded this team two points. A lot of it is Trevor Ariza is gone, and he's a really good defender. And let's face it, Houston, why did they get so much better last year? Best record in the NBA, much better defense. I don't know if that's going to continue. So Ariza, who's, was there any other big losses in your mind for Houston? No. Okay. Ken, what did you think? Um other than Ariza, do you think that was the only loss with Houston? I think Houston's in a lot of trouble regardless because the Lakers got stronger, the West got stronger. I think, you know, the mellow coming in there is just cosmetic. He's too late in his career, RJ. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if he buys in and, and just has a very narrow, you know, if you just use them narrowly and he was a team guy, but again, history says probably not the case with Mello. We're counting up the best NBA teams. Here they are, the L.A. Lakers. You've got the Lakers upgraded, Fez, from last year. 
by seven points. How much is LeBron? How much is other factors? Other factors are one point. I expected this team to have been better even without LeBron. Why? Youth gelling together, working together. It's, and because of that, they should have been better regardless. But LeBron is going to add an additional six points to the Lakers. All right, so seven total points. And right now, they are fourth in title odds. Where are the Lakers when it comes to win total rankings? Because the title odds are a lot of recreational batters. Win totals are more professional. Where does where do the Lakers rank with win totals? They're in a tie for seventh through tenth in season wins. All these teams at forty eight wins. Okay, so that's fascinating. Fourth to win the title, the Lakers, but tied with four teams: seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth. When it comes to win totals, it goes to show the casual fans more optimistic about the Lakers than the professionals. Quickly here, 30 seconds each. We got Philadelphia, number five. You got them flat from last year. On one hand, the youth gets a little bit better. They've lost some role players. Any other thoughts? That is the handicap. All right, and what are the title odds for the 76ers? They are 16-1, to supposed to win 53-game season wins. And last one, Toronto. Toronto's up about two points based upon having – Leonard come in and Danny Green, and they lost DeRozan. DeRozan, but we think you added up new coach and everything. They still have Van Vliet, a very key. You love Van Vliet. I do. I projected Van Vliet <laughs> to be able to help lead this team to the East Eastern Conference Championship. Not my best call last year. Yes, <laughs> but hey, there's always tomorrow. Speaking of that, when we come back, we always do it in the last segment. It's all best bets. Early one from Fez, early one in college from Ken Thompson. That's RJ Bell, the voice of Las Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted. Money making time next here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. RJ Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will have best bets here on Straight Out of Vegas. RJ, looking ahead to Tuesday night here, we have the NLCS going on. It is the Brewers with a 2-1 series lead over the L.A. Dodgers. The Dodgers go in to game four, a minus 150 favorite later on. Yeah, and you, you got to win wonder about baseball because – on one hand in football, when it's like a must-win, let's call it, there's a real sense that that team's going to play harder. But in baseball, you play harder, there's no real edge to it. If anything, it's pressure. And that's always the seesaw when it comes to a must-win game. And, you know, again, going down in a series, it's not so much, you know, if you want to say must-win, but 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 the, the pressure's up, it feels like, off of yesterday yesterday's game with the Dodgers and I just think in baseball that pressure is not a good thing but the fans or the better specifically are like well we you know Dodgers aren't going to lose another one so I would have a lean not a like but a lean on Milwaukee and I like dogs in baseball to start with lean in Milwaukee on tonight's 
baseball game. Guys, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Steve Fezzik, our NFL expert, has this uncanny ability to predict line movements in the NFL. This time, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a three-point favorite at home against the Browns. So this is an early best bet. Every Tuesday, tradition now, straight out of Vegas, 6.50 Eastern or so, where, Fez, you're going to give us a game you like that you expect to move. Now, you're what, 3-1 and one on the picks, 3-1 and one on the moves? Am I remembering that right? 2-1 and one and 2-1. and one. Two and one and two and one. Okay. So last week you got the pick wrong. You got the move right. You had the best line, but it didn't matter with Tennessee. Who do you got this week, NFL, and which way is the line moving? I'm on Tampa Bay minus three against Cleveland. I bet minus three. I think this line will go up, RJ. So why'd you bet Tampa? All about energy level. You nailed this last week. Remember, you went ahead and said, boy, this Cleveland Brown team, five close games, three overtimes. I'm worried about this team and how they're going to hold up. And they played very poorly against the Chargers. I think they're going to have trouble on the road here against Tampa because Tampa had a bye two weeks ago. So if ever there's a team that's going to be energized and have more energy than Cleveland, it will be Tampa Bay. And we've talked about it. Cleveland has had, up until this last game, a historic number of close games. And that's physically difficult. They had three overtime games, the Browns. And it's emotionally difficult. They hit a wall. Now the question is, do they take a breath and recover? Or does the downward slide continue? When it comes to coaching, when you've got questionable coaching, like I truly believe the Browns have, I tend to think slides continue. And by the way, guys, Fez historically right about 70% of the time on line moves. So if you do like Tampa, bet it now. You expect it to go up three and a half or more. Tampa minus three, best bet early on Tuesday, Steve Fezzik. We have another early best bet here. This time it's in college football, courtesy of Ken Thompson. Go, Ken, go. Well, I'm going to go with the Utah Utes. I heard uh, Brad saying how he liked his team. I was at the game last year at the Coliseum, Utah, USC, in the third row, right behind the Utah bench. And Utah is a fourth down inside the two-yard line. They go for it. They get it easily. They gain seven yards on the play. They can then go for two to win it. They decide to do that. That's Whittingham style. They end up throwing in the corner of the end zone for it instead of just running the same play. They would have easily gotten the two. When they lost that game, on the way back to my car, I was walking with Kyle Whittingham's brother, coach of Utah's brother. Me and my daughter, Kiara, we go to a game every year. We talked about that play. She said, that's my brother's style. He will do that 10 out of 10. Trust me, he'll have this game circled for next year. Okay, so the theory is it's an, it's an aggressive style, but because it failed last time, there's – a. a special revenge? Well, it doesn't re- make sense. No, when you lose a game that okay. you know you're the better team on the okay. field. So, you so the revenge, the you're saying because of the way Utah lost the game, that, you feel like that revenge is mine right away. All right, so we're saying, Brad, you think Utah is underrated compared to the AP, unranked in the AP. You have Utah, what, 14? 14. All right, so we got an, un- or an underrated team, and Ken Thompson is telling us we got extra motivation. You combine those two, it offers value. So Utah is favored by six. Six and a half. Six, six and a half at Rice Echo Stadium. Under a touchdown, you're fine. All right, guys. Best bet from Ken Thompson. There it is. Coming back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, recapping the opening night in the NBA. We are straight out of Vegas on Fox Sports Radio. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.